0: our studios in new york city this is charlie rose welcome to the broadcast i'm richard haas president of the council on foreign relations and i'm sitting in for charlie rose who's traveling on assignment i should say that charlie's been away for about three days now the stock market's gone up every one of those days make of that what you will We begin tonight, though, with a conversation about the United States and the world. This is a rare moment in history. It's also a unique time for this country. Many of us, many of you watching, came of age during the Cold War, when America mostly faced one overarching challenge, the Soviet Union. But the situation now is obviously quite different. The United States has to contend with dozens of small and medium-sized problems new tensions in Asia, including rising competition between China and Japan, instability in Egypt, civil war in Syria, and in Iran, apparently seeking nuclear weapons. Then there's continuing turbulence in the Eurozone, climate change, terrorism, and cybersecurity. And all of this at a time when the United States fa- faces considerable challenges here at home, from inadequate immigration policy and failing schools, to crumbling infrastructure and an underperforming economy. So the big question is this, how do we as a country navigate this world? What is to be our compass? Big questions, and joining me tonight to discuss all this are two of the freshest voices in international relations that I know. Michael Fullalove has come from halfway around the world to be with us tonight. Michael is the executive director of the Lowy Institute for International Policy in Sydney, Australia. He's also the author of a new book, Rendezvous with Destiny, how Franklin D. Roosevelt and five extraordinary men took America into the war and into the world. Also here is Brett Stevens, deputy editor of the Wall Street Journal's editorial page. He's also the author of a weekly column on foreign policy for which for good reason, he won a Pulitzer Prize earlier this year. Brett's columns are always worth reading that said you don't need to agree with them to learn something which is good since i only agree with some of them but i'd like to thank him since it's been more than a week since he's called me an isolationist and i simply hope he's not going wobbly let me begin with michael because he's traveled farther from across the world rather than simply from across town Uh, asia tremendous things going on indeed there's those of us who think that we're seeing in some ways the return of history to asia the United States has talked about a pivot, making a greater uh, emphasis of this part of the world. How does it look from up, up, up close? How does it look, if you will, from-